In this episode, we're going to be talking about the user experience and in particular accessibility. So I'm here with James and Rich today and we're going to be having a chat about what you need to bear in mind for the user experience of your website and um, particularly for people who require a little bit more accessibility. So um, guys, um, have we, do we work on many of these websites with people? Is it a key concern? Uh, yes, all the time. To be honest, it's very different to uh, how it used to be. So rewind back several years uh, and accessibility was always... Uh, the responsibility of the person building the website, the BBC were always really good at it, for example. And you could fine-tune the dashboard, the homepage, however you needed, the, the font size, the image size, etc. Uh, and over the years, these things have been uh, have been passed over and taken over by the web browser. So the web browser is now the most powerful tool for accessibility. So you'll notice things like uh, all the accessibility settings that used to be on a website to set up your user experience are no longer there or they're really hidden. The web developer will build it within a certain framework and then it's down to the individual user to use whichever web browser they're using to fine tune it. It can easily uh, be done on mobile devices as well, native platforms and apps. Uh, and then the website will respond to whatever settings the browser is. So rather than going to a website, and sometimes they're a bit clunky, they're made for someone with, with bad eyesight, for example. They were, uh, the web developer normally would be asked by their client to increase the text, increase the, fo- uh, the font size, the image size, etc., and change the layout. Uh, this is now something we don't really focus on, we don't need to focus on. As long as we build the site correctly, then the, the individual user's web browser should adjust according to the settings that they've put on there. And and that, that seems to be working really well, to be honest, really well. Uh, I think from a, a user experience point of view, um, accessibility was always something quite tricky because as soon as you needed a site with larger text and, and larger images and different layouts, things got a little bit more clunky. Uh, and it's not necessarily the mass, mass market really that needed to see that version of that website. So... That's the reason why now it's great to have websites. You can really focus on the user experience. And then when it comes to accessibility, the browser does a really good job. It and never it, used to, but it does now. Yeah, I think just to add into that as well, um, people are probably more familiar nowadays with the accessibility settings that are actually in their mobile devices. So if you look at uh, Apple iPhones, there's a whole menu with, with hundreds and hundreds of options of how to set up that device to suit um, your particular needs, whether it's visual impairment or it's uh, you can't see it at all, you want things being read to you. Um, Apple, in case anybody didn't know, we've got a nice feature where you can actually tap on the logo on the back, which can um, help people who have uh, mobility issues, and that can do certain actions on the phone. And I think, it's like, like you were saying, Rich, really, I think... You know, uh, gone are the days where sort of back in the year 2000 where you see a website you would have three or four options of font size and you click it and the website would automatically change those font sizes um, it, everything's slightly more nuanced now and slightly more detailed than it was um, and I think and, and to create that sort of great user experience um, you can still do it but then you're giving the, the users the ability to control down to a very fine-tuned way uh, how they see things on their own device because again we don't really know what device the user's on i mean nowadays very few people have laptop computers compared to what they used to have so they'll typically be on an ipad or a um or a phone or, or any other kind of touchscreen device and every screen's different so this is why this sort of the old technology of this 
straightforward, make the font size bigger uh, way of doing things. Um, it's, it's kind of been really superseded by this um, sort of individual user control element to um, to making sure that they can see things how they want to see it. From, from the developer point of view, i.e. from us as an agency, when we build websites, we have to build things sort of to cater for that. So we have to think about yeah the, the way that we do font sizing and image sizing. What would happen if the user then increase that font size and how would elements flow around each other uh, whilst you know, it'll help the user we still need to make sure that the website uh, functionally works as it should do and gives a good user experience for the purpose it was meant for um, so that's kind of where from a development side of things it's become more complicated really from our point of view to, to do um, but it has taken away that kind of old-fashioned straightforward the developer gives three options of size and if that and if you don't fit into those sizes then uh, then it's not going to work for you and I think with that um, because obviously now if it's down to the browsers that are um, kind of dictating how things should look or um, the device itself, if we put things like that onto a website, do they counteract each other or would they work together? It, it depends on the website. It, it depends how it's been built. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not an easy thing to do, to be honest. Um, and I think looking at the particular website in question, you know, if you know that the audience for that website is um, for people that have more assistive needs, then, then it's more important that we... Um, that we sort of cater for that. If it's a website that's maybe aimed at, uh, I don't know, 18 to 30-year-old people who are primarily on mobile devices, then it's less of an issue. Um, but yeah, it's a case of just being really thoughtful about what uh, what the audience for the website is and, and trying to preempt it uh, right at the design stage of it rather than um, through to the build stage. I mean, I would say that, yeah, the vast majority of clients tend to um, want font sizes larger um, through websites. And, and as an agency, we do tend to push back a little bit on that to sort of say, well, it's not always required um, and this is why. Um, but yeah, you're right. Some of the technologies can counter each other and sometimes you can see some strange things on, on screens when they're all set up. But it's something that we have to go through and test uh, with the client and, and make sure that we come to a happy compromise with. And the difference between then um, kind of more brochure websites that are for kind of lead generation or e-commerce websites, do you have different requirements for both of those two or would it just be down to the design? Um, the design is obviously fundamentally different between those two. Um, and I think, you know, obviously talking about user experience with an e-commerce website, for example, um, sometimes we can't go as creatively wild, let's say, as we'd want to because yeah, an element of user experience is also familiarity. So people, uh, you know, e-commerce is not a new thing. It's been around for 20 plus years. People are used to things being where they are expecting them to be. So yeah, if you're a user that's wanting to navigate a website and, and buy sort of easily without any barriers to conversion, you're probably going to be looking for an add to cart button underneath a thumbnail image of the product. You're probably going to be looking for a cart icon at the top right. Yeah, and there are some standardized things which make uh, the whole piece around um, UX and accessibility easier anyway. But also they, they just mean conversions higher because uh, it makes it more familiar for the user. So, yeah, we always try and push the boundaries on some of the design that we do. But in reality, you know, especially on e-commerce websites, th there are some things that really just have to be where they are um, to make the users um, convert better. Um, and, you know, I think fundamentally the reason that the clients have got these websites is to make money out of them. So from our point of view, if we sort of 
built something in that was um, going to be so out there that it, it didn't work for those users or they found the usability hard to navigate, then they're not going to make money out of it. So we have to have one eye on the fact that it's a commercial operation and the reason we're doing things is to generate revenue for that website. Um, and at the same time, you only do that by making it easy to navigate and easy to work for the users that are actually on it. No, well... That was really great. Thanks, guys. And um, if you've got any questions about accessibility for your website, so get in touch with us at hello at somarketing.com.